0: Good people. How y'all doing today? The day after the Super Bowl. So let me shout out to the Kansas City Chiefs are winning back to that Super Bowl. Shout out to them on a phenomenal game last night. But this is shooting like so where we talk about basketball. And now that football season over, all folks will be turning into basketball. And I'm going to focus on college basketball today because if you read the description, we are basically at the midpoint of the second month of the year we are inching closer to conference tournament play which means we're inching closer to march magnus now some things took place during the week of super bowl week i'm pretty sure some people did not take notice because they was about for the super bowl in vegas and then you had the whole thing down in uh with wrestlemania press conference so maybe some people didn't kick all of their uh, basketball, especially in college basketball, which is what I'm going to focus on today is college basketball. So let me jump into this real quick. So um, a lot of things happened. We had some, we have more top 10 teams taken down. We have a woman chasing the scoring record, which she's fair short of in her last game and I'm going to get into that. There are a couple of teams I got to look at that are uh, on a downward trajectory right now. And it is not good. Definitely not good. But first and foremost, um if you haven't been paying attention, this is I've been saying it for let me say about 3 months now. This is going to be the uh, widest men's college basketball March Madness we have ever seen, and that's com- and that's comparing it to last year because oh, last year was very unpredictable. This year going to be even more unpredictable, and let me show you why. Let's talk men's first. First off, Wisconsin. The Wisconsin Badges. Got to talk about the Wisconsin Badgers. What is going on in Madison, Wisconsin right now? These guys have lost four straight games. Okay? We can forgive you for the Purdue loss because Purdue is number two, the, number two in the nation. and You know, you got your hands full when you're going against Purdue. So, we, we can forgive that one. Okay? We, we don't have to go hard. But you went to Nebraska and you got caught. You went to Michigan and you got caught. And then you went to Workers and got caught. Only one team that is ranked at all in your four game losing game. That was Purdue. The other three teams are unranked and they all beat y'all. I mean, and only one of those games you only scored, you scored seven. You scored 69 against Purdue, 68 against Michigan, and 56 against Workers. Workers beat you 78 to 56. I mean, what is going on in Madison, Wisconsin? The Wisconsin Badgers have fallen. And we thought they was coming back to relevancy. And now you're dropping left and right. You're literally dropping left and right. The new rankings came out. I want to see where y'all rank at when the new rankings when I get to the new rankings because they have came out. But four straight, we went from six to eleven. I can only imagine where you at now from eleven to what? Probably unranked. If you still rank, you still rank barely. You lost four straight. Four straight. We got to get together in Wisconsin, but they ain't on the only team. Here's another team. They they love this team. Lost three of four. They lost three of their last four games. We're talking of Kentucky Wildcats. Yes, the Kentucky. Yes, go Big Blue, Kentucky Wildcats. I say they lost three of their four. The only team that they beat was Vanderbilt, which they should have won. That was on the road. That game was on the road. That was not at Rep Arena. The three games that they lost were all at Rep Arena. The last, the last day of January, when the Florida Gators, yes, my Florida Gators went in there and beat them in overtime. That following Saturday, that was a Wednesday, that following Saturday, which I, I want to say this, was the second or the third, second or the third, whatever day that Saturday was, Tennessee walked in there and controlled the game from start to finish. Control Kentucky. Kentucky had no answers for Tennessee. And then, then this past week, Again, this past Saturday, Gonzaga went in there and took down the Kentucky Wildcats. What arena has watched the Kentucky Wildcats lose three straight games at home? When was the last time you saw what arena suffer three straight losses? What arena? Not three straight, not John Calipari, not Kentucky. It happened. The Kentucky Wildcats draw three straight at home. They won three of their last, they lost three of it, they lost three of their last four. The one game they won, they went to Vanderbilt and beat them. Which ain't saying much. He lost to Florida, he lost to Tennessee, and he lost to Gonzaga. Two unranked teams, by the way, went into Rupert Arena and got a W. Two unranked teams, by the way. Think about that. Just think about that. Think about what you know about Kentucky and John Calipari. For two teams to go and in and get dubs, that's a problem. That is a major problem. Tennessee, Tennessee's ranked fifth in the country, okay? is one of the teams that can ball, okay? We know and understand it. Exactly. It's one of the teams that can ball. But it's been a down year, okay? They're 18 and 6. It's been a down year for Mark Fusen from what he's accustomed to, okay? But, man, Kentucky. Kentucky, Kentucky, Kentucky. Kentucky, what happened, okay? What happened? What happened to Kentucky, man? just lost okay now now that i got that in let's go to the iron Bull of basketball alabama versus auburn and auburn controlled the game from start to finish they had a lead of 23 auburn shot 50 free throws. if you if you look if you're looking on youtube linkedin facebook or x what you see in the box is the free throws Alabama took 35 free throws, made 28. They shot 8 percent. not bad. Auburn shot 50 free throws and made 40 of them. That's a lot of free throws in a 40-minute game. Good gracious. That's a lot of free throws. Like, was Alabama really fouling that much? 33 fouls called on Alabama. 28 on uh, Auburn, yeah. 50 free throw, that's plus, and you was plus 12 in the free throw department. You were plus, psh, good Lord, points in the paint, you're plus, you're plus 14. That's how you you your arch rivals behind in the Iron Bowl. But for Auburn, unfortunately, they had to take a trip to Gainesville, Florida this past Saturday, and they got blitzed auburn got blitzed from start to finish by the florida gators another massive win for the florida gators Ty going is starting to put together big wins now It's what i need when you're the head coach of florida i need you to find the big wins you went to work arena as i just talk, spoke about and you knocked off kentucky on the road you came home and you just blitz Auburn, just blitz them like it was, it was nothing. Control the game from start to finish. Um, I got the numbers for you. Um, Riley Cooley, twenty-two points. Just oh my gosh, seven for sixteen from the field. He was a he 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 was on a different level Saturday afternoon, getting ready for the weekend. He was on a different level. Uh, remember I told you in the previous slide that Auburn shot 50 free throws against Alabama they took 26 free throws against Florida and only made 14 Florida only took 26 free throws they made 20 of them so you're talking plus 6 in the free throw department for the Florida Gators okay Auburn was 3 for 17 from three-point range we're talking 17 percent from three-point range in Gainesville they have never led in the L.A. game Gators had the largest lead of 29. They beat them by 16. Dominating performance by the Florida Gators. That's what we are talking about. Okay? That's how you bounce back from a disappointing loss to Texas AM. Speaking of Texas AM, that loss do not look as bad anymore because guess what? Tennessee went to Texas AM and they got blitzed by the Aggies. Remember I told you you had more top 10 teams flowing? There's go your first one right there. Texas a and stumped a mud hole in the Vodges, and they walked and dry like Stone Cold Steve Austin. I mean, they was up 14 at halftime. We're talking 42 to 28 if you're looking at the screen. And Tennessee could not stop these boys, because even though Tennessee dropped 41 in the second half, Texas A&M with 43. Just blitz, just blitz these boys from start to finish, and Tennessee had no answers. Just like Auburn had no answers for Florida, Tennessee had no answers for Texas A&M. The largest lead of the game was Texas A&M by 22, and guess what? Tennessee never led in the game. Victor, what's going on, Victor? Thank you for joining in. So you had two teams ranked, two teams ranked, and Auburn, who was ranked 12 in Gainesville, didn't even sniff a lead against the Gators. They was down by as many as 29, and they lost by 16. And then you got Tennessee, who's ranked 6th in the country, got blitz. Never sniffed the lead against the Aggies. Largely, the game was 22. The Aggies beat them by 16. Whew. This season here. It's gonna be chaotic. It's gonna we have, if I had the round, we probably got like maybe three months, just under a whole month to go before we get the conference tournament play. But man, what has been happening this season is ridiculous. But Tennessee was the only top 10 team to fall. Let's go to the big 10 because the Spartans of Michigan State. Haney, Illinois, 10th ranked Illinois, another loss, an eight-point loss at that. These dudes dropped 44 points in the first half and the second half. Like, Illinois had no answers for Michigan State. This is this this is the cra- this is a crazy season. This is a real crazy season. And this and is better because it's so much parity in the game now. Now, when you look at that, you're like, man, what is going on? can't beat, ranked teams getting beat left and right this year. Oh, they surely are getting beat left and right. There's no doubt about it. They are getting beat left and right. And there's no way around it, okay? And then the big game of the week for the men's side, it was 13 ranked baylor bears traveling to allen field house to take on the fourth three house of kansas and whew, boy oh boy boy oh boy i give Baylor a lot of credit because braylor could have folded because kansas was on was on them like white on rice and they, and kansas was not letting up but baylor kept fighting back kept fighting back and they had two good looks at a tie game. Two good looks, and they missed both of them. The one in the corner, they had a wing corner, that uh, corner three wide open. Dude missed it. And then on the final play, Dude had a great look at a three off the front iron. And Kansas survived at home, sending their home winning streak to 18 for Kansas. The last time Kansas lost at home was to the aforementioned Baylor Bears. But ever since then, Kansas has been defending home court like they're supposed to. And Give Kansas credit. They are still trying to remind, remind people with all the movement and all the changes going on with realignments and teams going to the Big 12, the Big 10, the ACC, teams departing the Pac-12, even the ACC and all this other stuff. Kansas is still trying to remind people that they run the Big 12. Okay, Look what they did to, to Houston a few, a few weeks ago. They smacked Houston, they let Houston know. Um, thank you for joining the Big 12, but this is Jayhawk country. Baylor already understood that. They tried, they tried to make a claim for it. They just couldn't beat him this time. They made a statement. Kansas is making a statement. The Big 12 is still Jayhawk territory, OK? You are not going to come in here and change the landscape of how the Big 12 is going to run. The Jayhawks run the Big 12, and Bill says is letting everybody know we still run the Big 12. We don't care who you bring in to the Big Twelve. Gotta love it. I gotta love it. It's the Big Twelve by far it might be the best conference in basketball right now. The ACC is falling off. Okay, Duke. Duke is all right, but they ain't duking. North Carolina, they need. They had a good bounce back win against Miami, but that Clemson loss was ugly. Outside of them two, who else? Who else in the ACC that you like really afraid of? Okay, the SEC is up and down. Florida is starting to pick up big wins. Kentucky's on a losing streak at home. At home by the way. We are talking Rupp Arena, all right? Three straight losses at Rupp Arena. When when, when have you ever heard of Kentucky losing three straight at, at Rupp Arena? Alabama got blitzed by Auburn. Did Auburn get blitzed by Florida? Tennessee did that thing against Kentucky, then they get blitzed by Texas and The ACC is up in, is is in chaos. The ACC is not the ACC no more. The Pac-12 are trying to do some things, but you know it's pretty much Arizona in that department. That's it. The Big Twelve might be the best conference in college basketball on the men's side right now. I hate to say it, but, but we're talking facts, as I love to do. The Big Twelve is where it's at right now. Now, will they bring home the hardware at the end of the season? We shall see. But right now, the Big Twelve is holding. Is looking pretty good right now. It's freaking a little pretty good. I did say the new rankings have came out. And right now, one and two is still UConn and Purdue. Purdue hasn't lost since they had that loss against Nebraska, I think. They haven't lost since. UConn, they haven't lost since conference play even started. They haven't lost the conference game yet. So the champs are looking like the champs again. And Purdue is trying to make amends for what happened to them last year. Houston's doing good. Marquette has Marquette finally found they strive yet on the and another year under Shocker Smart because they've been up and down. Arizona's been up and down. We just thought about Kansas, North Carolina that lost to Clemson. That was a late loss. Tennessee, you took one on the chin. Duke is up and down. Iowa State, watch out, going to A's, Iowa ain't gonna be fun this year. I is not going to be going to Ainside. is not going to be fun if you got to play the Cyclones, okay? Cyclones, are, they are very tenacious, all right? Surprising of the season right now, South Carolina. South Carolina, the men's team is 21 and 3, okay? Who has South Carolina looking good on their bingo card? Because Good look. I did not expect South Carolina to be what they are. But here we are. Baylor Falls to 12, Auburn Falls to 13. Illinois still ranked in the top 15 at 14. Alabama ranks out top 15. You have Dayton, Creighton, St. Mary's. Good to see BYU, Wisconsin from 11 to 20. So Wisconsin has a, had a tremendous fall from 6 to 11, then from 11 to 20. That is a 14 spot difference. That's what happens when you lose, okay? Same thing with Kentucky. Kentucky. When you lose three straight, you drop from 10 all the way to 20. So you went from you went from 10 to 17, from 17 to 20 now. You're losing. Oh Virginia's trying to build they back up. Okay. Indiana State is in the ranks for the first time. Indiana State. Oh my gosh. How? And when did we take notice of Indiana State? I didn't expect that. I did not expect to see a. Uh, I did not expect to see a Indiana State being in the rankings. They are ranked 23rd, but they are in the rankings Twenty two and 3 on the season. They have on the phenomenal season, okay? Indiana's in there. I mean, Florida Atlantic, they still were in, even though they, they took one, they took an L as well. And rounding out the top 25 is Oklahoma. That's on the mess side. Okay, so let me take a break right here, come back, we're going to talk to the ladies, because the ladies, it's going to be interesting, it's going to be very interesting to see how the ladies go, it's going to be very interesting, we'll be back.
1: The Playmakers Blog is sponsored by Paramount Plus, Paramount Plus mountains of entertainment so much so much to stream from shows and movies you can only catch here on paramount plus whether it be from cbs det comedy central liquid loading and so much more the new home of showtime watch showtime original series movies and sports when you sign up for paramount plus with showtime catch exclusive originals from paramount plus such as star Trek, strange wars the family stallones halo and so much more you also can stream live sports like NFL on CBS, the UEFA Champions League, the Masters, and the SEC on CBS. Paramount Plus, you can stream up to three devices when you create an account. So Paramount Plus, plan starts at 5 dollars If you hit that link below, you can get a free trial. Paramount Plus, mountains of entertainment. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Into the Net FC. Kylian Mbappe just all of a sudden finally understood his
0: role. And I think he finally understood that everything Kylian Mbappe has accomplished already, you know, there is still a hell of a lot waiting for him in the future. Kylian Mbappe is only 24 years old. He
1: has accomplished so much. And you know what? Kylian Mbappe has not even reached his prime. It- Finally saying, you know, the Marcus Rashford we have been hoping for for such a long time, you know. But, you know, this game, you know, after after, after everything Manchester United has been you know doing lately, you know, th- this was actually the ultimate test, you know, to see if Manchester United, you know, all, honestly was all of a sudden for real.
0: I, I explained this. The United States, maybe they have to suffer this loss as a lesson to learn to prepare for the future. Because four years from now, The World Cup is in not one, not two, but three countries. The United States of America, Canada, and Mexico. Into the NetFC is available on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Shooting Lights Out as... We took a commercial break. We did the men's side. Now we finna get into the women's, okay? It's not gonna take much more of your time here. Cause there's only some key points I wanna hit when it comes to women's basketball. And one of them things is uh, I did, uh, ooh, the ACC gonna be up for grass, boy. I'm looking forward to this ACC tournament on the women's side. Good win by Louisville over, Indiana, over Notre Dame at home, 7366. These two teams have been balling as of lately. You know, Notre Dame got a big win at Connecticut not too long ago, and Louisville knocked them on. So we're going to see how that goes. You know, Louisville 20 and 4, 17 and 5 for Notre Dame. I'm liking where these two teams are headed. And the reason why I say the ACC is wide open because, oh my gosh. Elizabeth Kenny and Georgia A. Moore, they, out, they went into Raleigh, North Carolina, and they took down number three, the NC State Wolfpacks. Oh, boy. 71 to 61. The fact that Virginia Tech was able to score 72 in Raleigh, North Carolina. Oh, my God. Did they give other teams a way to beat NC State? Because NC State is long to be a defensive team in basketball. Not just in football. Best too. And what they were was to do? They scored 21 in the first, 20 in the third. They was able to put up points. Which is a bad thing for your NC State. You like to hang your head on the defense. You like NC State women like to suffocate you. They like to suffocate you. Why? Well, you can't suffocate them on, on the offensive side. And they couldn't do it to Virginia State. They got them. And it's going to be – the ACC is going to be fun. NC State, Virginia Tech, Notre Dame, Louisville. And I would even throw in Florida State in the midst as well with Duke and Carolina. It's a good 17 that can fight. North Carolina would be number one. I'll put – right now I'll put Louisville at two just because of that win. Virginia Tech three and Notre Dame four. Those should be your top four teams going into conference tournament play if everything stands the way it should stand. But Florida State, North Carolina, and Duke, they all will have a say at some point of how this is going to go. So look forward to that. And then from the East Coast to the West Coast of the Pac-12, because number four, Colorado took a hell to Oregon State. Oregon State is balling. Where did Oregon State Lady Beavers come from? These girls are balling right now. They only lost three games. Nobody did anybody expect the Lady Beavers of Oregon State to do what they are doing right now. They went into Boulder, Colorado, and they took down the number four team in the country. Number four team in the country. And outside of the fourth quarter, they won every quarter. Look at that. 17-8 to in the first quarter. They held Colorado to eight points to open the game. Eight points to open the game. That is ridiculous. Ridiculous, we're talking about the Colorado Lady Buffalo here. Eight points. That's all you get in the first quarter. In your own building, by the way. In your own building, by the way. And then they came back after they dropped 17, they came back and dropped 27 in the second quarter. It was a 10-point game. No, it was a let me see. It was like a 20-point game at halftime. At halftime. It was twenty point game at halftime. It was forty four to twenty four at halftime, and then they came out to the third quarter by two. So, Colorado went into the fourth quarter down twenty six, at home. Think about that. The late, Oregon State Beaver girls are balling right now. I mean, just look at—I'm looking at day schedule. They took down twentieth ranked Utah. Obviously, Colorado. That's just in the month of February. Right? I mean, they beat, no, matter of fact, they have swept Colorado. Now that I'm looking, they swept, they swept Colorado. They beat Colorado on January 26 68 to 62, and now they went to border Colorado. They swept the Buffaloes. They swept the Utah Utes. They took one on the chin against USC. No problem. I mean, Juju Watson. That's all you need to say. They took one on the chin the number two UCLA. I mean is UCLA what you expect. And don't worry. They get UCLA, UCLA again in a few days on the 16th. They get USC on the 18th. Okay? So they're gonna rematch that and they get Stanford to close out the month. It's oh my gosh. Y'all better pay attention to Oregon State. They already swept Colorado. They swept Utah. You know, Oregon State might need, you might need to pay more attention, including me, might need to pay more attention to Colorado to uh, Oregon State, because these girls are ball, and speaking of ball. Oh my gosh. We had a woman going for the scoring record in, in, in college basketball, and she came up short. Not only did she come up short, the team came up short. Clayton McFar is officially eight points away. From breaking the uh, scoring record in college basketball. Problem is, her team gave up a double digit lead and lost to Nebraska. Not only did they lose to Nebraska, Caitlin Clark didn't even score in the fourth quarter. She scored at one point in the fourth quarter. She was 0 for 6 in the fourth quarter as the Hawkeyes blew their double digit lead to Nebraska. I mean, they went to the halftime up four. They stretched it to 14 going into the fourth quarter, and they got outscored by 17 in the fourth quarter. then didn't, didn't know that can happen to a Clayton Clark team, but it did. And they took their uh, third L of the season. Pretty sure it's an L that Clayton Clark's not really happy about. I don't think Clayton Clark did care less about that record at that moment in time. Her team took an L, an unexpected L. Okay, which was painful. All right, and it, it, things just happen. These things just happen. But Kendra Card Neskin, she's gonna get the record. She's on eight points away. She can she can score eight points in, a, in like with the first two minutes of the game. She can put up eight points with no problem. So she's gonna get the record. But man, that was a big L. And when I say that was a big L, I mean that was a big, um, humongous L because number one team in the land just smacked UConn. On yesterday before the Super Bowl. I watched that game. Gino Oriamo, Yukon Huskies got smacked by South
1: Carolina and Don Staley.
0: They got smacked. It was, they got smacked. Yukon, Yukon couldn't Yukon couldn't hang with South Carolina. Best the most craziest thing I have ever I would, I would, I would thought I would say about a Gino Oriamo Yukon team. They could not hang with South Carolina. Bro. I watched this game. I'm just looking like South Carolina's on a different level. And they have no star player this time. Aaliyah Boss is in the WBA. They have no star player. And they smacking everybody. They are smacking everybody. Oh my what Don Staley is doing? With this South Carolina team, it is ridiculous. And to make it more ridiculous is the fact that who who probably be considered their best player on the team, it's not even playing because she's out with an injury. And yet, South Carolina is number one in the team. South Carolina is the lone, and I do mean long, unbeaten team in college basketball. Okay. Like, there's no way around it. All right. Like, yo, there there is nothing you can do. In my opinion, to beat South Carolina, I I don't see it. We can go back to the beginning of the season. They smacked Notre Dame to begin the season, and then they smacked Maryland the the following game. Snack Clemson. Had a tough battle with North Carolina, but dropped them. Drop Duke. Drop Utah. Okay. This is this to the names they got beat. They went to Baton Rouge and they dropped LSU. They dropped Auburn, Ole Miss, and now they dropped UConn. Who's beating this team? Ah! Look. Well, I know there's somebody out there that want to think that Clayton Clark is the one to do it. Clayton Clark's phenomenal. Clayton Clark's amazing. Clayton Clark is taking women's basketball to a whole nother level. But the way Don Staley have this team playing, if she gets another shot at Clayton Clark, Clayton Clark ain't dropping forty this time. She ain't going for forty this time. Oh, Don Staley gonna make sure this time she ain't going for forty. Oh, you're the only reason why my team did not finish the story last year because you went for 40 on us, and we didn't stop you. Don't, say, don't make the same mistake twice. Oh, if she get a nut crack at Iowa and Clayton and Clark, trust me, South Carolina smacking them, too. They get smacked. I'm sorry. This South Carolina team, you know I'm saying, is better than last year's South Carolina team. And, that's the same and they don't have no star power. It's straight team ball. These girls shooting better from three. These girls are better prepared in the post. They are barely rebounding. They are doing everything better this year. It is, it is scary. Okay? Now, if there is one hope, it is the Clark and the Iowa Hawkeyes. That is one hope. Maybe Andrew Reese and the LSG Titan. Now that they took one on the chin at home to South Carolina, maybe they need, maybe they can figure some stuff out. And they realize next time let's finish this game and make sure we put them away. Outside of them too. Ooh, if, you, if, you, if you see South Carolina on your bracket, good luck. Good freaking luck because they smacking everybody right now. And Don Static ain't playing no games, all right? So what that means is I'm going to just go straight to the rankings because the new rankings are out and uh, we already know who's number one. South Carolina, 23-0, the long unbeaten team they ain't even close. The Ohio State Lady Buckeye's coming in, too after Iowa got dropped. And then there's Stanford and then Iowa. Texas, despite losing their uh, best player, they still remain in the top five. You got NC State, Kansas State, look it up, Colorado, UC, UCLA, USC, Oregon State. Oregon State's at 11. It's time to pay attention. They're at 11. You have the Virginia Tech Hokies there. The Angel, Reese, and defending champions are at 13. Indiana, 14. UConn drops to 15. Notre Dame right behind there with Gonzaga, Louisville, Syracuse. Craig round out the top 20. And then Baylor, Utah, Oklahoma, West Virginia, and Princeton to round out your top 25. All right, people. That's all I got for you today. As I said, we are midway through the second month. We're inching closer to... Conference tournament play and conference tournament play Chance Weeks, it's gonna be ridiculous to watch. And then we're gonna get our breakfast for March Madness. It's gonna be a crazy, and I do mean crazy, March Madness in all capital. In all capital letters, cause it's going it's going that way. Oh, I already know, it's going that way. We're gonna see some upsets. We're gonna see a lot of teams getting knocked off. It's gonna be one crazy ride to get to the final four. Let's enjoy the ride, and let's see how this story in college basketball unfolds until then until next time all right the playmaker signing off i'll catch you guys later
1: you've done great but you can't stop here you can't stop now you gotta keep going through all your trials and your tribulations you gotta keep pushing now finish your canvas
0: yeah. Gotta get it out the mud,
1: that's the only way to win. Who am I to point a finger like I never ever
0: seen? Being through the ups and downs like the letter end. They don't let you through the dope. Better kick the again Cause that's the only way to win. That's the only way to go. Gotta get it out the mud. Gotta
1: get it out of the Cause that's the only way to go. Let's go. Thank you for tuning in today's episode. If you wanna follow the podcast, you can follow on all streaming platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and a whole lot
0: more. This has been Shooting Lights on. Masterpiece.